Okay. Okay. So that was uh, <laughs> your new favorite band, American Overdose, spelled A M E R A K I N Overdose. Spelled properly for some mm-hmm. reason. With the song "Cunt." Now, yeah, that, that's that, literally that. about how uh, this woman is is dressed sluttily, right. so that makes <laughs> her is. a fucking bitch, and he hates her. We're gonna her. get into it. It's terrifying, but also. Well, interesting enough, the reason we found this band is because the singer <clears throat> started following Justin on Instagram for today. no reason, out of so. nowhere, like literally just started following. And we were thinking, and like know. you know, a lot of times you get followed by somebody, and you'd be like, "Oh, they're probably just following thousands of people," so I have to be one of them. No, this guy's no. following like seven hundred people. Yeah, he's only following seven hundred people, and he's following me. American overdose. You know, what's weird is they're from Portland. Like, I wouldn't imagine this would go over well band, in Portland. Right? And that- and here's the th- other thing is I didn't realize Cody in, Perez. I didn't realize in 2015, like bands still did that thing where they sang like Justin. Yeah, I thought so like didn't. Yeah, not. didn't that go away a couple years ago? Like that, my yeah. voice is so fragile, and I hate ya. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it went away years ago. Like uh, I think the I think the second Spider-Man movie brought it back. That might be true. <laughs> the second Spider-Man movie might have just brought a whole new generation of rage and misunderstood. Rage, um, because I that song is literally about a girl that's like he thinks is dressed like a whore. Yeah. Which I, first of all, how do you dress like a whore? I don't. don't. The answer is you can't. Well, I mean, I I guess the only. I mean, the only way I ever feel like you could dress like a whore is if you're like one of the prostitutes from like Streets of Rage. (laughs) Right, and I'm okay with that. That's totally. Fine. That's only because that's like our final fight. Like that's always the thing that I remember <laughs> as being like, you know, the tough ass, the tough prostitute with the brass knuckles. Because I'm not sure what even eating chicken out of garbage being a whore. Because I don't really ever call girls whores. No, I've never. I'm an adult. But on top of that, the only time you can call someone a whore, I guess, if I, they accept money for sex. And by even definition, then, why right? would you call them a whore? Like, you just call them smart. Cause yeah, it's not a bad a job. Sex worker right. or prostitute. Then, like, and even by entrepreneur. Standard, even by a standard definition of what you call like a slut or a whore, just the idea of being like, man, Justin, I saw Max's girlfriend the other day, man. She had the shirt on. You could see her bra. I bet she fucks every guy she sees. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, that happens all the time. Right? Like, <laughs> like, yeah. See that shirt she's asking for. That's like the rapiest, weirdest shit that people say. Yeah. That is like that. See that outfit. It's like we've talked about guys like this many times on the podcast. The guys yeah. at bars that always sit there like, Justin, you see that girl in a miniskirt, man. She's just asking to get fucked. If you talk like that, you should be in prison. I, uh, well, yeah, most likely you're going to go to prison. Right. Like this guy, I guarantee within like a year, you're going to hear about him like mm-hmm. raping someone or something like that. Or at least allegations. He'll will be, be on a billboard there. somewhere in Oregon. Yeah. Like child sex things or something. Like singer of American, what are they called? Overdose. Overdose wanted like, because you know they're one of those bands. I'll tell you right now, I'm going to lay this out. I think you'll agree. Mm. I know nothing about this band. I didn't hear of him until five minutes ago when Justin showed me all this. Yeah. I bet American Overdose has like a party house somewhere, like in the woods oh out in God. Oregon. Yeah. And they have, I bet they're like, you would literally find people that be like, man, American Overdose, man. They got the craziest keggers, man. They go out to their cabin out there and like they have a bunch of new metal bands play yeah. and people get taken real advantage yeah. of. Oh, I mean, sure, they made me bring my little sister with me. Right. They wouldn't invite me, but... But, that's, I mean, she's cute, I guess. She's a bitch. Yeah. Right? Like, and so many horrible things happen at these parties. I feel bad. They're like the kind of guys who would say, like, a, like this phrase, like, that I used to hear people say, which always, like, bothered me. And I never really understood why until recently when I was thinking about it, which was, uh, uh, people, like, dudes always say this, and it's, it's 
uh, a slut fucks everyone, a bitch fucks everyone but you. You ever heard that before? <laughs> That's awful. Yeah. I have, so, yeah. like, I mean, I've heard that over the years, and I used to hear it a lot more, like, when I was a kid and stuff. Well, and you I and I grew up like, in towns why? where that was, like, something people would say Yeah, often. but I feel like that's a pretty, like, widespread it, sentiment. You might be right. You know yeah. what I mean? Especially, like, if there's dudes that are like, oh, look at her, like, a fucking bitch. I can see her bra. She's probably, you know, like, Ask blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, that kind of thing. That's the kind of, like, sentiment that people have. And, like, it always bothered me, even when I was a kid, and, like, I never really thought about it. Because don't, you don't hear it much. But then I heard no. somebody say it not too long ago, and I was like... I was like, no, you know what? Very odd thing to say. Any (laughs) girl can do anything she wants. Shut the fuck up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like it doesn't make her a bitch because she doesn't want to fuck you. It doesn't make her a slut because she has sex. Like, just like, who cares? Like, just because you're not a nice enough person or a good enough guy to like realize, you know, that you're a piece of shit. Like, no, you're right. And I'm telling you right now, these parties they have in the woods get out of control. Oh yeah, they do. (laughs) They do. I keep on forgetting their band name. American Overdose. How can you forget it? It's like it's a know, great name. It's my fault. It's badass, man. The only way to make it better like, is if it was American with three K's overdose. Oh God. Yeah. Would you be surprised? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> no more surprised than I was when he followed me today for no reason whatsoever. You should follow him back. He, I, I, I found I a good picture want, he posted. I don't want Guys, to. this is funny though. Check it out. I looked through his Instagram when Justin just showed me. He had a picture and it had a baby crawling towards a woman like in a skirt with her skirt lifted up a little bit. And it said something about he's just trying to get back in the womb where he came from. Yeah, it said male. It said males. Uh, once we get out, we're always trying to find a way back in, which is like the that's, rapiest that's fucking thing that you weird. could ever. You're trying to get back in a womb. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> but not only that, but like, man, I fucked her. Like, so it deep. don't matter. Look, it don't matter what happens. I'm getting in there. You understand me? <laughs> I done tried every nice way to go about it. Now I'm about to resort, get to the last resorts here, man. I ain't saying I'm trying to pressure you, but I'm saying you can't say no. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Look, I got a lot of shit going on. You understand? (laughs) (laughs) But um, got time for these fucking games. (laughs) Welcome to Big Snackers, episode seventy something. Uh, Let's say seventy-five. That's a good number. It's like three fourths of the way. To the problem is, is when we name those two the dumb things, and everybody gets mad at me about it. And mm-hmm. I think, and the reason why I never change it is because people got mad and said something about it. So I was like, Nah, I'm never changing it. It's too funny to me now. We were supposed to record Friday and Sunday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have the best luck. I'm telling you right now. So Friday, Ryan was on his way here. We I were left gonna, we, early. We literally, I left work early uh-huh. so we could do it. Yeah. Uh, he was gonna be here at at, at uh, four o'clock. Yeah. And he left at three, at three which I usually do at three thirty. Text me at three fifteen saying he was in standstill traffic. I'm sitting here. Four o'clock rolls around. He hasn't moved an inch. Rumkey is like the trash service around here, and Rumkey, one of the huge garbage trucks, full. It was garbage day by my house. Flipped over on the highway, so the highway was a parking lot. People were out taking pictures. Mm-hmm. Cars turned off. It was stuck there for two and a half hours. So I actually left early because we were going to record two this weekend. Yeah. And Friday, I sat there for an hour and a half mm-hmm. to the point where I had to go pick up my mom from the airport. Or no, that was yesterday. So, yeah. I keep on mixing up all the horrible things that keep happening Yeah. the Friday. So and I, then Sunday, uh, yesterday, we were broke. supposed to record. Yeah. And then I went down here to turn on the uh, computer that we record on. And it just made a crazy noise and then turned off. And, like, I blew the power supply but then, like, somebody helped me out and gave me one. So that was nice. Yes. And then, uh, so I fixed that, and then I had to find out if the hard drive was fucked up. 
And it's not fucked up, but the motherboard's definitely fucked up because it won't it won't hold time at all. It, like it just keeps resetting itself and stuff. So I don't know. I might have to get like a cheap new computer to use for our recording. Yeah, but that'll come at some other time. Anyway, so, so that's what happened. Awesome. So we're recording today and tomorrow. And then also yesterday <laughs> you had to pick up your mom from the airport. I did. So we were gonna try to delay it. He was gonna try to fix the computer. I had to go pick up my mom from the airport. Right. So it didn't matter. So that's just like the last couple good. weeks. There's been nothing but legislation. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, an actual garbage truck flipped over on the highway in front of me. Who would have ever even thought? Like, you can't even make that. No. <laughs> like I just because you kept sending me pictures of it, and I was oh, like, yeah, how was the fuck? Like stuck in traffic, and like no miles. one was moving, like yeah. at all. It was just like it big was one of those things line. where people were just standing outside of their cars talking to each other. It was hours. Yeah. Of just don't even try to move. Like. Yeah. It wasn't inching along. It was stopped. Yeah. Everything just stopped. Right. And it was right in the middle where, like, you're not by an exit, really, because I live right kind of where highways transfer, which, I mean, 275 to 74 doesn't mean anything, but two highways by our house transfer. So it's not like every mile there's an exit right where I live. It's mm-hmm. like five to six miles with no exit. Right, exactly. So it just stopped, and uh, that was great. But we're here now, and we're here tomorrow, too. We have a guest tomorrow. Today, Justin and I have a lot to catch up on. Yeah. Which I don't remember what it is, but there's a lot of it. Well, I mean, I feel like we were supposed to talk about Life is Strange a while ago. We haven't talked about that. Yeah, well, yeah we, have, we have that to discuss, absolutely. There was a whole... I mean, there's just been so... Oh, um, you were going to talk about uh, the guy at Frisch's the other day. Yes. That was like the shittiest dude on Earth. Or he whatever. was the worst person ever. Um, then what else... Um, Oh, uh, about how you keep trying to put me in sexually like compromising positions through text message. No. All the time. We were not going to talk about that. Because you said that you would get real fisty if we did? Is that what you said? That's exactly what I said. Yeah, well, I don't know what that means, but I don't care for it. Good, then we should not talk about it. What? I just don't... I mean, like, why? People want to know that you're being creepy. I'm not. Yeah, you are. I'm not. You keep messaging me, say all kinds of weird stuff about how you want to be my friend and that I should lay down with you. Yeah. And that's what friends do. Uh-huh. And I said I didn't want to do that. So you basically told me that you were mad because I was out there and like all these floozies were getting my dick and I didn't want like a good person who's a friend to have it where you would treat me nicer. I think that sounds nice. Well, I don't so know why saying, is it why how does friendship equate to like you touching my dick? Well, and, I'm your friend. Okay, great. I know. And I think you know I would obviously take good care of you and be there for you, and you're out here with all these. Okay, but but then if I say just, but then I say no, and then you get mad. I don't get mad. I said I respect your decision. No, the way that you say it does not mean you respect I it. I said I respect your decision. No, you go cool, cool. <laughs> I respect your decision. Yes. Yeah, that's not how you do. It. That's like a dude who like really likes a girl, you know, and is like always trying to get her to go on a date, but she's not interested. And then anytime that she does anything he doesn't like, he's like, "Oh, that's real cool. Like, yeah, great." Like, well, no, kind of. It's but exactly like that. I said that maybe you and I could lay down together and listen to Drake and the Beatles. I don't want to do that. That's fine. That's cool. I respect that. No, you don't. <laughs> I respect your decision. No, you don't. Then, no, because then I'll say, I'll say, you don't respect my decision, and you'll go, I'm trying to, which is like the worst thing you can say in that situation. I'm just trying to make sure our friendship is healthy. Ryan, it would be much more healthy if you'd stop trying to fuck me. I'm going to have to disagree. 
You can't. I just did. But if it makes me feel uncomfortable, I don't want it. Then I don't you think have it makes to feel uncomfortable. Yes, it does. Uh, no. Just like tonight, you said that you were like, "Oh, afterwards it's my treat," mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, that's a nice thing to do." Yeah. And then I text you. Are later. we going to get dinner after this? Yeah, we are, that's but nice. nothing, nothing sexual is going to happen. And then Before you got mad after. at me about that. Before or after, nothing sexual is going to happen. Either. I respect that. No, you don't. I respect that. It's cool. Cool. That's totally fine. <laughs> oh, my God. That's totally fine. The thing is, is that people, like, we, we've talked about this before, that if, like, if anybody, like, in the government's watching our text conversations, oh my they are so confused. Like, we, if one week we actually disappear and you don't ever hear from it's us again, it's because have... we've been put in jail, not because of anything we said or did, but because, or, well, actually more because <clears throat> the things we're saying to each other, the they're just, said. like, they're, like, these guys, like, there's something wrong. Like, they need to go right. to Guantanamo Bay and just <laughs> right. stay there. They'll be, like, the world's better off if they're just not part of What's it. What's really terrible is, like, the conversation you and I just had and the Texans we have, like, that aren't serious. I know girls that, like, date guys that actually talk to them like that. Oh, I know. That's I know. Yeah, like, weird controlling dudes. Like, I don't think I'm ready to have sex yet. That's cool. Yeah, that's great. That's fine. I... That's totally fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with well, that. Well, I mean, you're, I mean, I don't know why you don't think of my needs. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't think of my needs. That's what you're saying to me, basically. I know, you don't. Well, it shouldn't matter. No, I don't have matters. to. You need why? To. We're not in a relationship. Really? Other than the friendship we have, really? we're not in a... Re- I disagree. You can't disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. Okay. You're my boyfriend. I'm gonna make it Facebook Facebook official. A tonight. Facebook? I'm gonna make it Facebook official tonight. Well, I'm not accepting. I'm gonna get on your computer and accept. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's really beyond what you need to be doing. <laughs> what if I snuck into your house and made his Facebook friends, then changed your Facebook password? Well, Ryan, we're already Facebook friends. Boyfriends. Oh. And then changed my password, so I couldn't do anything. And then you just kept posting as me, like all the time, talking but about how in like, love I was you with on my you. wall. Like, yeah, hey, yeah, Ryan, yeah. can't wait to see yeah. you. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then, like, but no one was falling for it because you were telling all our friends, like, yeah, Ryan has my password. Yeah. It's not me at all. No, but I kept on insisting that no one. Knew. And you keep like putting up all these like crude photoshops of me and you together at like places. And... Justin and I having dinner, right? Last and night. it's not. Like... It's like in front of the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> <laughs> And it's clear that it's a picture where I'm somewhere else and you're not, like, you know, you're and somewhere else. the pictures else. that are photoshopped are obviously, like, from different profile pictures we right. have. Yeah. Like, just placed in the in the photo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk right there. I'm tired. I got this new puppy. Yeah. He's awesome. But I'm so tired. Look, What's his name? Nights. Charlie. He already had a name. It's yeah. a good name. He looks like a Charlie. Um, I got him for my mom, but she's been out of town. Yeah. So to How surprise her, he? he's a year. Oh, that's not bad. He's a West Island Terrier. He's a rescue dog. I got him up in Toledo. So I drove about three hours to get him, three hours back. And then he's just a new environment, still a younger dog. I just barely slept in the last two nights at all, yeah. taking care of him. And he's awesome. He's a great dog. And my mom is very, very excited. So that's awesome. But, man, new dogs, no sleep. Yeah. Well, I guess let's get into it. I'll do some questions and then get into these things. Well, I mean, you want to talk about your dog? Um. Well, I, honestly, I don't. There's not much to say. I don't. I mean, I've spent two days with him, but he, uh, he's a West Island Terrier. He's a year old. He's cute. He needs a haircut bad. His hair is very long. I like his hair though. <laughs> it's, 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 I mean, it's like all shaggy. Yeah. He's he's adorable. Um, he's very well behaved. When he has to pee, he literally goes to the door and she goes, oh, yeah. oh, looks at the door. Um, he's well behaved. He's not ferocious at all. Because my last West Island Terrier, to be fair, don't think it was his fault. Um. 
he was definitely abused by the people that had him that we got him from. Yeah, it wasn't. They his were fault. shitheads because he was ten. My mom got him. She actually had to drive to Northern Ohio as well, and it was like borderline legit a mansion where we got him. Definitely a wealthy family, and uh, he he had no toys, nothing. He was in the basement, with, like hardly any lights on. They're like, we'll go get him for you, and like they gave it to her for free. And my mom was like, does he have a bed or a blanket or toys or anything to help him feel more at home in the car? And they're like, no. So it was weird. crazy. Yeah. And then he was 10, and he, uh, if it rained, he freaked out. You could tell he was left out in the rain. And if you went to pet him, he would flinch like you were going to hit him. Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah, like, he would I felt, always, yeah. felt so bad for him. And uh, you could just tell these people, I wanted, it made me so mad because yeah. you could just tell they treated him like shit. Like he was such a neglected dog. They yeah. just left him locked up in the basement or outside. Yeah, he was. In any weather. Yeah, I like I like Zeus. Though. I love Zeus, but he had yeah. some problems. I don't think they were his fault. He was just conditioned. He's a product of a shitty environment. Now, if you hung out around him long enough, though, he would stop. With he all, wouldn't. He was he a great dog. Yeah, but uh, Charlie's not like that at all. He's very playful, very happy, very trusting. Yeah, I can't picture him. He does that thing like he just will sit there and nibble your hand and like uh, wrap yeah. his arms around your arm and try to like nibble your hand. But yeah. he's super cute. I love him. My mom's stoked because she's had this divorce and all that, and she wanted companionship. She loves West Island Terrier. Yeah, that's three. her favorite, yeah. So I found her this one, and uh, she picked it up, and she's stoked. So. There's only been three? Yeah, Zeus, uh, Buffy, Westy. I mean, Westy, Buffy, Buffy Zeus, Zeus. yeah. And now Charlie. For some reason, I thought there were more than that. I don't yeah. know why I thought that. <laughs> Westy and Buffy lived for a long time. Yeah, that's right. So. Westy was around forever. Westy was like 15 or 16. Yeah. For West Island Terrier, a small dog. That's way too That's time. way, way long. Yeah, yeah, he lived forever. It was funny, because I remember my dad... Used to give Wesley chocolate all the time. Yeah, people would be like, right. you should do that to kill him. I was like, like no. you don't question George Rockwell. Yeah, he knows that dog lived for like sixteen. I think the chocolate made him stronger, probably or something. Seems like it. He lived for a very long time yeah. past what anybody thought he would. Because West Island Terriers usually are like in the twelve to thirteen to like fourteen range, if even that. But Wesley lived to be sixteen, and yeah. even like in his old age, wasn't that bad. No, he like never he really seemed like, like he declined all that much. Not like too, He got cancer and everything. He was 16 years old, though, which right. in dog years, you know what I mean, is 88, 90, I mean. Yeah, whatever it is. I don't very know. Very old. Fucking 100 so, something. Yeah, so. But no, Charlie's <laughs> awesome. My mom is super stoked, and I'm happy. So I'm just extremely tired because tonight hopefully I'll catch up on sleep because yeah. he kept on needing to go out and kind of exploring the house. I don't blame him. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, obviously, it's totally fine. I just haven't slept good because of it. But overall, he's good because I would rather him whine and make me let him outside at 3 a.m. than pee in my bed. Yeah, absolutely. Which he did to my mom last night. <laughs> she called me and she was like, he just peed all over my blanket. And she was like, did he do this with you? I was like, no, he really didn't. He slept yeah, in the bed with me, care. no problem. <laughs> yeah. She was like, should I put him in the crate? I was like, I guess you want to teach him a lesson. But I was like, I mean, he didn't do it to me. Yeah. I don't know. I had no problem. I was like, if you want to pee in my bed, I would put him in the crate. Absolutely. Yeah. So. But... <laughs> That's about it. Charlie rules. I'll, I put pictures on Instagram. So yeah, if you follow I saw him. Me, saw him. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't follow me, it's okay. Don't follow the singer of American Overdose. Yeah, step. please. Please. Corey it's Perez. A little more important. A little more Cody important. Cody Perez, I mean. It's not someone from a Disney show. It really does. Cody like, Perez yeah. in the new... <laughs> The new show, American Overdose. <laughs> I wish I was a new Disney it's like show. It's like a kid who works at a methadone clinic. <laughs> no, no. It's even better. <laughs> Cody Perez and American Overdose. And you think it's going to be something darker like that? But it's just about someone who's really pro-America. Oh, yeah. Overdosed on America. <laughs> it's about some guy from, like, South Carolina. Like, yeah, it's man. A guy, it's a guy who, like, who chokes himself with a flag when he jerks off. What? You know. No, I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I don't. Yeah. Go on. Yeah, I'm just saying. 
You know, like guys who like choke themselves when they jerk off, like autoerotic sure asphyxiation, you know? Like that. But this guy's like so into America that he uses a flag to do it. Not to be rude, but some people think it's serious. Do you think it's possible Robin Williams was doing some shit like that and did not mean to kill himself? Or do you think he definitely just depressed and killed himself? I think he killed himself because he, he had dementia. Right. Like, I don't think he was doing that. I don't necessarily I either. think that you would have heard something. Yeah. You would have heard rumors before now. Yeah. No, because he found out that he had dementia and he just... Because that was what I guess what his suicide note or whatever said. Did it? Yeah, I they didn't ever release thing. it, but like some somebody was I don't know somebody close to the family said like, you know, because he found out like it was the onset of this type of dementia that moves very quickly. It's gonna get worse. That he didn't want people to see him, you know, and I he didn't that. want his family to. I get that. Yeah, but it sucks because I wouldn't it's like, do that. It's also like you're like a fucking like multimillionaire. Like I bet there's treatments that like you could get that other people I feel can't. Like, I mean, we don't know behind the scenes, obviously, but yeah, I feel like he might have jumped the gun. Yeah, might have been able to try to figure something out. Maybe he did. I don't know. Well, maybe he just really wanted CeeLo to make a song. <sighs> That's a great song, CeeLo. <laughs> I mean, made it's there. really good. Um, all right, let's do some questions and then we'll get into some things. Okay. Tub of butter, hear me roar. Uh, Floyd OS. Tub of butter, two. hear me roar. Tub of butter, hear me roar. Will you answer? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I just made it up. You should answer. What? I, what am I supposed to say? Well, if I say tub of butter, hear me roar, what's the first thing you think of? I just think shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, well, there. You answered. Let's go. <laughs> 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 uh, Floyd, uh, OS2 Warp on Tumblr said... I live on a farm, and this show is great for listening to while driving the tractor. Just thought I'd let you know, LGFG. That's honestly one of my favorite messages. I know, that might be gotten, the greatest thing. And I'm not being sarcastic. Yeah, uh, it's nice. I yeah. listen to podcasts when I'm on my lawn. I'm, it's not anything compared to yours who live on a farm, but I have an acre backyard. And with the front of my back, it takes an hour and a half or so total. Does, I mean, does anybody think that his tractor's sexy, do you think? Floyd, can you write us in? And let We've us know. A and where you live. Have you ever driven your tractor to the, the store or to the gas station? Oh, he has to, get to have, right? And if not, I'm a little disappointed. A guy named Floyd driving a tractor has definitely gone to a store on a tractor before. And have you ever gotten a DUI or has anyone in your town from driving drunk on a tractor? Oh, that Because it happens. To, yeah, I know. It happens it a lot. Yeah. There's a guy in one of my meetings who got a DUI for that. Yeah. And almost went to jail. Randy Travis got one for doing that. <laughs> why, why wouldn't he? Of course he did. <laughs> oh, uh, anyways. Uh, Stephanie, who is pussy on a pedestal on Tumblr, said, You're both beautiful and I miss you. That's nice. Very nice. Yeah. Now, I don't have much to say we about it. We miss you too, Stephanie. I just talked you to you come, about an hour ago. Yeah, you can come over and <laughs> not talk into the microphone provided to you anytime you like. <laughs> um, Anonymous said, We got so many anonymous. Anonymous messages, man? Yeah, man. Legion? They're yeah, they're mad at us, man. Um,. What's your guys' thoughts on a new Neck Deep record? I know you guys probably don't like Neck Deep like most others. Just wondering if the new album did anything for you. I actually was on the phone <clears throat> on the way here about this album talking to our friend that works at their record label. Um, I do think that it's much better than their old stuff, but I don't really like it. What is it? I don't know anything. It's very modern pop punk. It's not bad. Um... It I'm, sounds I'm like take a listen it live like, on the show. It sounds like new Warp Tour pop punk. What's the it's not my what's thing the at all? Big he's song. Right. Um, off the new album, I think. Uh, I don't Here, know. this is like the biggest. This is the most view. No, this is the most views. Can't kick up 
The Roots. That's an old one, I think. Go to one of those top ones. That's the new album, that artwork, the cartoon one. It's not my thing, to be fair. I don't think it's bad. It's pop punk. It's fast. Um, it's... Oops. Um, fine. I, yeah, you know what I feel like though is I like it, but like it's it's all right. Yeah. But I feel like it would be better with less. I agree. Like if Actually, the music was that. a little more simplistic and they didn't do all the drum shit. All the Travis Barker and the every little guitar going. Yeah, yeah. I don't need all that. Like well, for me, the guy's voice is strong enough. He could do. They could do almost like a saves the day like lifetime ripoff, and it exactly. would be better. You know. Well, for me, it's kind of like, and I guess honestly, to give credit to Newfound Glory. I feel like Newfound Glory self-titled, what, 15 years ago? Mm-hmm. Did that, and bands are still just milking it and oh, taking God, the know, exact yeah. same formula and getting huge off of it. Yeah, that's true. And that's fine. Um, that's not an insult to anybody, but all it is is just interesting because Newfound Glory kind of came up with this let's mix hardcore-ish type riffs with really poppy pop, pop punk Yeah, with clean vocals, and it's just crazy. Bands are still just... I don't want to say this without sounding negative. It's This isn't negative, but what it is, because I write four chord songs. I don't do anything special either. So what I'm saying is, and I like the songs I write, but what I'm saying is they uh, they haven't really added to that newfound glory formula. Like that song we just listened to is the same exact yeah, formula. Yeah, it's exactly the same. Newfound glory sticks self-titled. It sounds like sticks, sticks and, and stones. stones. Like <laughs> That newfound glory was kind of perfected. It's, you, you know, know I mean, it, it's, it's whatever, like. It's strange to me that this is still going. Like that's what I mean. Like you know, but I feel like once something reaches kind of its logical conclusion, like it's there, people are just gonna keep doing it. You know, and and plus you kind of have this like as we've talked about before, where like the loop continues to close, like nostalgia gets like closer and closer. Like right, because so like Newfound Glory ten years ago, it was still the two thousands. You know what I mean? Like true, and they were huge. Like, why 10 years later would you, why, like, there are a resurgence of bands that sound like them, other than the fact that, like, these kids grew up listening to them 10 years ago when they were, you know, 12. Well, that's what I tried to do. And now, like, too. they want to do this. People but get, yeah, people you didn't get, have, like, you know. People get so defensive, and I'm not being shitty. It's just, like, all these bands from, like, your, you know, the story so far, you know, Knuckle Puck, Neck Deep, like, State Champs, it's all just very similar. It's yeah. not me. It's not mean. It's not negative. No. People love it. <clears throat> those bands are full of some but, great you know, people. They've been on the show. Yeah. They're my friends. And, and it's that's just like... The, the kind of danger you run is that like when you have a, a sound that's popular... And the reason it's popular is because it's super catchy. Like, and it is catchy. It, and they're well-written songs. Yeah. and they're, like, That was a good written pop song. <clears throat> right. And it's very catchy. And like it makes sense that that would be popular. But 
the danger you run when something's popular is that you then have 50 bands that sound like that. The problem is, is that like it used to be that maybe two of them became popular, and now there's like because of the internet, because of everything else, there's like 15 bands that sound almost exactly the same. They're popular. That if you played them back to back, I wouldn't be able to tell a difference. I did the other day for Greg, our friend. We were going to get the dog, Mm. and he really couldn't. Yeah, well, it's hard to do because (laughs) they they essentially got like a dude who sounds kind of like Chris Conley or kind of like Jordan from Newfound Glory, and then. They put the music that is the same, like, you know, there's a lot of, like, dropping out of the beat, and, like, even though the guitars are going the same speed, like, and all that kind of stuff, and it's, like, in my mind, and we were going to bring this band up, uh, you can do more with less, like, because we were talking about the other day that, like, Junior Battles is a band that's very underappreciated. Very underappreciated. Which is strange to me, because you'd think right now, based on the climate of music, especially with, like, Wonder Years and stuff where they are, and Modern Baseball being as big as they are, that that Junior Battles will be, like, at the forefront of this whole thing. I think they're better than most bands. I think they are, too. Both of like their both both their albums are fantastic. Their newest one, Rally, was is fucking awesome. I think it's better. I think I think it's better than the first one. We're in the minority. Yeah, the, the Idol Ages is incredible. No, it's great, but it, it also is very. They were trying to do something that was similar to what a lot of, of, that, lot like, of other bands. Scene. Right, like, and I like I like that aspect of it. Yeah, because they have that almost Fallout Boy. I'm a really good singer. With these are still punkish songs. They kind of did less of that on the new album, but it's still there. Yeah. The, the, this is what I mean is like when you look at the first album, like it has great songs on it and it is a great album. Mm-hmm. And, but they were trying to fit in with the scene that, you know, to get because you do your first album to get accepted. Usually the sophomore album the reason people don't like it is because it does something I think different. It's more you. Yeah, it is more, more you because you're trying to do something because now you have fans and now you have people that want to listen to you. So you do the thing that's more like what you wanted to do in the beginning. Agreed. And that's kind of what I think Junior Battles is doing. And that's why I think they're more interesting than this. Because they are similar and they are part of that scene. Sure. But they're not similar. They they do more with less of a sound. I agree. Because their sound isn't as like thick and overproduced and 1,500 guitar tracks. and well, like just because you're doing something you know. minimal doesn't mean you're less talented. Sometimes no. you're more talented. Yeah, actually. And a lot of things I was going to say is, I mean, like, for me, and like once again, this is not an insult. It's just interesting. It's crazy to think about. If you really look at the blueprint yep. where all these bands come up yep. together, yep. from like move it back toward you or something. You know how this works. By now, I you don't have know, how, to it know how it works. Like the blueprint from these bands, it's so crazy. Of like Newfound Glory, Saves the Day, Through Being Cool, like Say What You Are, Aired, like the Get Up Kids, to like Archer Love, Super Chunk. All that stuff now is like still so copied by me as well. And it's just crazy. That's what I mean. It's not an insult. It's just so crazy. Yeah. That it's still like that blueprint. Because it's a good blueprint. It's a well, no, that's it's a good ex- way to write yeah. songs. That's the reason why. I just why... like the bands that kind of took it yeah. and added more or less, like you were just yeah, saying. Yeah. And mixtapes, I try to do that. Is You could tell our influences. Oh, here I, we go. I tried to put something different in there. So it wasn't just like, oh, here's this. Yeah. And it sounds just no, like No, I agree. And that's the reason why, like a couple years ago, what you had like, all those bands that were kind of like the... The like newfound glory, but then some guy screams. Like, yeah, I'm trying to remember names of the bands. And Old Boys Night Out. I mean, yeah, Day to Remember. Yeah, basically but, took that formula, added breakdowns. Yeah, but like actual screamy breakdowns. Right, and is enormous. Right, and it, <laughs> like, and that's the thing is like, is that's kind of four years strong. Yeah, I'm thinking of four years strong. I'm thinking set your goals. Set your goals. That's the band I was trying to think. Set your of. goals don't really scream, but I mean it's heavy. No, but they have the moments when they like. They have yell more of a real whatever. hardcore aesthetic mixed yeah. with actual pop punk. Right, but it's not even. But even then, they still have like some on their earlier stuff. They have like the hardcore yeah. breakdown yeah. and shit. But like that's the thing is like, 
It's like they're trying. They're kind of giving people a, like something for everybody in here. Like you know, you like yeah. pop punk, you like this. But then like you have like you know the pop punk bands now where it's like this, and I don't like I I'm fine with New Von Glory and I'm fine with this, but like I like in my mind I just want people to do something more. You know what I mean like. I completely Because, like, you think about, okay, like, even if we want to go the modern baseball route, is like the first modern baseball album is great, mm-hmm. you know? But I feel like the um, the newest one's more of who they are. It's better. It's a better record. Yeah, I think it is because they're, they're, they're showing you something beyond what Warp Tour would show you, you know? Absolutely. Like, it's I the same thing with Wonder Years. Part. Everybody gets all mad at Wonder Years because they've changed over I time. I think they and, only get better. Yeah. But I was going to say. Anyway. Interesting. It's funny. Is I completely agree with you, and that's my whole point. And I've not listened to that whole record, but I have a feeling. And I like when bands can surprise me and mix it up, and that's my point. Is I don't think I'm wrong. Maybe I am, but I doubt it. I have a feeling we listened to, what, 30 seconds, maybe a minute of that Neck Deep song? Mm. If you liked that part, I bet you liked the whole album. If mm-hmm. not, I bet you don't like the whole album. Yeah. Because I bet you can literally just listen to that and know. Yeah. And I like bands that kind of throw me for more loops Yeah. nowadays. And I try to like that as well, because... It just all sounds the same to me, and it all sounds good. Like you said, it's catchy, it's produced very well. Well, how about we it's try adequate another, songwriting? Another song off this, but it's all just so. How we try the one that has the most listens so far? Sure. See what this one's like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just... And I think what I said stands then. And yeah. that being Let's said, you're going to have just as many people out there that are like, you know what, though? I just love <clears throat> pop punk. And you should. And if, if I have an album full of that stuff that's good songs and catchy, yeah. which that is, yeah. then that's all I need. Yeah. And that's fine, too. That's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, if you like, like shit, they'll that's like great, it, then. man. That's then that's a, a great record. It is, yeah. Like, that's just it. So. Well, like, like, what's the... I just hear Newfound Glory. Oh, yeah, this is for so sure. Much. I like his voice more in this song. Yeah, I like his voice more, too. I, I think that's kind of what sets them slightly apart is his voice is, is good. Like, yeah. I mean, all the people who sing in these types of bands, their voices are good. But yeah, I like he has a good... There, uh, but I mean, yeah. Like, I, I feel like if they went, taste. I mean, if they just went a little more saves the day than newfound glory, a little I think more saves I would the day like and a less more. of that. Like, here's a heavy part. Here's the going, and then here's the octaves, little, and here's all the octaves. Yeah, it's just it is very produced, and it sounds good. It does. It's a good sounding record. Sounds fantastic. I just, for me, I guess you know, it's just all taste. Like I said, and I think that they should for all the people that Justin and I are being like, we want something maybe more. This way, there's a bunch of kids, obviously. Not kids. People our age, even. They're just like, I just want a great sounding, slick pop punk record like that. And if so, then that's that's a good record. Man, you're in the <laughs> you're, in, like, you're in your fucking salad days right that's now. Because there's right a there. lot of it. There's a lot of that stuff coming out. So if you like that sound and like the state champs, knuckle puck, fast, slick pop punk, then there's a lot of great bands. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, so thanks for writing in, whoever you were. Uh, Patrick 
said, Hey guys, I love the podcast. I thought I'd share some music from my hometown of Madison, Wisconsin. We do have some really good punk bands like Mask Intruder. That is a very large opinion. Uh, but there's <laughs> <laughs> there's this really terrible band called Damsel Trash that won a fucking MAMA, which is or MAMA, which is a Madison Area Music Association Award for Punk Album of the Year. I think their music is awful, uh, but let me know what you think. I recommend the songs Fuck That Guy and Pugs. Also, what do you think of the new direct hit record? It's amazing. Um, it is very good. Yeah, I mean, you should have led with direct hit and not Masked Intruder. Oh, yeah, you on don't that like Masked Intruder. No. Yeah, we've talked about it before. I obviously do. I don't know if I like him as much as a lot of people. No, I, it's, I, like I don't care if people, if people like them, then I like them. My problem is that they're boring as shit and like ultra generic. Like, here's the thing is you're I mean, yes, I understand that the pop punk that I, I've listened to in the past and still hold a spot in my heart is very generic, like the automatics sure. or the Connie Dunks or something like that. But well, I don't care be. about Mass Intruder because they just sound like a really boring chicks dig it to me. And their shtick wears thin on me so fast that I can't even explain it. I was going to say is I think what it comes down to is, yeah, I mean, chicks dig it to me. Chicks think it's one of my favorite bands. So it's obviously, I like that more. But I think it's also maybe just time and place where it's like, the way you and I get into the Connie Dungs and Chicks Digging the Invalids, to these kids now getting into fat and stuff, like Master Shooter is their Chicks Digging Connie Dungs. No, you're right. But they should really listen to better bands. <laughs> so it's just more like, it's I'm just like, kidding. They're it's kind of like, I guess it comes down to this, and this is like the age old is like, for me, like I always hear these kids on for like pop, 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 punk, and I'm like, you should check out these bands. And for everyone like you and me, there's that guy that's like, fuck that. You should listen to Black Flag and the Circle Jerks. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know. It's it true. It goes back and back where it's like, I don't know. And at the same time, though, that doesn't mean I don't think music is overall getting worse in some ways. And I don't think it's just my old age. No. Um, but direct hit, I will say this. Mass Intruder are good friends. I do think they're a very solid band. I really like their first album. I think Direct Hit, though, deserves to be a lot more popular than they are. Not more than Mass Intruder, necessarily. Like, I'm just saying Direct Hit needs to be bigger than they are. I've never understood how they haven't been. I don't either, because... They have every single element that you would think that everybody would Mike want. Mike Kennedy, like. who's a good friend of ours, Small American Rejects, produced all the records now. Yeah. He does a great job. Um, they tour, and they're great. Like... Directed is the shit. Like I just—they're one does, of those bands. Does it? I don't. And I know this is weird to say. Does it feel like for some reason, and they're not really the same band, like the same type of band. But does it feel like Joyce Manor took the spot Direct Hit was supposed to have? Like they, because Joyce Manor got popular about the same time I would have thought Direct Hit would have gotten popular, and then they they haven't made it up like as far as they did. At risk of people hating me, I will say Joyce Manor never clicked with me. No, I mean I, you know, uh, I, I like some Joyce Manor songs me too, and me like too. you know. I do. I think. I mean, it's all opinion, anyways. People get so defensive about music, and especially punk. It's so funny. Yeah. It's supposed to be like the most open-minded thing, and it's like funny right. to tell people. I've literally had people tell me like, "You're insane if you don't like Joyce Manor." I'm like, I didn't say I don't like them. I said it didn't click with me. Right. Like to me, I heard Direct Hit, like number four, because when Direct Hit came out, they had those four EPs, and they were literally one, two, three, four, mm -hmm. and. uh I liked three a lot, and then four came out, and I remember I was like, "This is." That's when I started burning it for people around here. Remember, and I was kind of like playing it for people. That's when mixtapes first started too. 
I was like, this EP is only four songs, but they're incredible. Yeah. And I would listen to those four songs. I think it was what, like Snickers or Reese's, In Orbit, Monster in the Closet. Mm. I, was, I would listen to that four song EP. I'll go on a 30 minute drive and listen to it like six times in a row. Oh, yeah. And six times more on the way back yeah. without taking it out. I just love it. And, yeah. uh, and I just remember being like, this band should get huge. Yeah. And well, as huge as a band that sounds like Direct Hit's going to get. Yeah, but, but like big scene, enough that like they're, you know, people know. Exactly. Like, but then at the same time, I don't know how much you agree with me or don't agree with me on this. I think it's kind of crazy on the whole, like, from uh, Red Scare to like Fat and the bands you thought should get bumped up and do better. It's crazy to me. The copyrights always get left on the wayside. Do they, though? Because they're pretty so. fucking big. Only in that in that in-sub pop-punk board scene, though, I feel like. No way. They still, they, they tour and sell out places. They sell out fucking Southgate House, and like that's no small feat. That's like 1,200 people. Do they? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, they're not like, they're no slouches. Like, they're making a living doing this. Maybe it's not like the biggest living of all time, but they're still doing right. it, you I know? Because I really like the copyrights, but I always feel like, because we used to talk to them, they'd be like, we want to sign to Fat or get on a bigger label, and no one would ever sign them or do anything bigger for them. Yeah, that's true. And it was always kind of like, man, like, and the album that really, for me, because I remember specifically, North Sentinel Island, they finished it and played it, and they're like, we're going to try to send this to bigger labels. And I was like, this album is great. Yeah. Like, I think that's their best record. It is really good. And I don't, it, if people agree or don't agree, it's fine. It doesn't matter, obviously. But, and the new one's really good, too. This is before that, obviously. But North Sentinel Island, by the copyrights, People are listening. If you like pop punk, you should absolutely listen to that record if mm. you never have. Yeah, I agree. So many songs, like Worn Out Passport, Crutches. I mean, there's incredible songs. <laughs> I mean, on that just record. go on Spotify and add all their records to a playlist and just hit shuffle. Yeah, because I mean, like the, they haven't changed much. And no. I don't mean that in a negative way. If you like it, you'll like them. Yeah. But they, if you uh, like Masked Intruder and you don't like the copyrights, then sure. something has gone <laughs> wrong. Like, you know. But Direct Hit is a band that, yeah, I mean, like, and then randomly, right at that time when I was playing the shit out of that four song EP. Is when uh, Lisa, that lady from New York, called and was like, "Do you want to do a split with this direct hit band for mixtapes?" And I was like, "Yeah." yeah. And then like we got to meet them and like. You guys did that video. And did the video and everything, and I still I love direct hit. I, they're both full links are incredible. Those mm -hmm. EPs are incredible, and they just I don't know, they do well. Obviously, I mean Nick's a good friend. He's been on here. I just they're just one of those bands that I advocate because I look like them so much and I like Nick so much. I'm more like. Even if that band was probably bigger, I would still say they should be bigger. Yeah, I agree. They should just be bigger. I think so, too. I don't know. Um, I don't even know what we were talking about there. Oh, this guy was playing a band from Wisconsin, right? Well, because he, he asked us about the Direct Hit album. So. Oh, I love the Direct Hit but album. But here's, here's that band Damsel Trash he was trying to tell us. Great about. name. I can't find either of the songs that he was talking about, but there is a song called More Drunk, Less Pregnant. Oh, I already want to kill myself. I don't. I'm giving it a chance. Leave this on, but right now, picture with me, Justin. This is exactly what we'll be playing on a monologue or like a, a video thing on a Bam Margera show. Yeah. Right now, Bam's skating and falling. Now someone's yeah. drinking. Ryan yeah. Dunn's drinking a beer. Yeah. That's what this is. Hate this. I mean, I'm I bet there's a market fine. for that. I'm fine with it. Like it's whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a, girl, uh, band doing what they're doing. Sure, that's that's I'm a always punk band. proud of that. From the beginning, 
They seem like they have a sense of humor about themselves. It's I just like two. That. It's just two girls. Is it? Yeah. Which is, you know, I mean, I'm always supportive of that. I mean, given I would like if it was a little more catchy, but hey, yeah, can't I mean, have it all. I guess it's just supposed to be a loud punk band. Yeah, I mean, I agree with this guy. I guess that you know they're they're not that great, but. You know, he's he's sexist, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Very sexist. I'm oh, just kidding, Patrick. You're all right. Though you do <laughs> though you did bring up Mass Intruder, who's a band that that uh does sing about rape and then uh and then call a band that's two girls trying to do stuff uh terrible. So I mean I don't know what that says about you. Uh, <laughs> but No, uh, I'm just I'm just messing around. No, but uh I don't know. I mean, I, Madison True is fine. If you like them, you like them. I know I like people them. are, it's a big point of pride for people from Madison that, you know, but. Uh, I guess it makes sense because, I don't know. I guess I was going to say if fans come out of Cincinnati and did well. I guess we have some. I just don't think of it because we're from here. Oh, Walk the Moon? Walk the Moon. Uh, <laughs> Foxy Shazam. Uh, but I guess in those circles, like, Dopamines and Mixtapes did do well. Yeah, that's true. And, like, we have that, and that's cool. OAR? I mean. They're from Columbus and Cincinnati, bro. I know. It still counts. Walk the Moon is very big. I don't get it. I mean, I get it because I understand. Well, song, Shut Up and Dance? Yeah. That's Because I know, I mean, I've heard the song. I understand why it's popular. It's, but it's terrible. To me, the reason I don't count them is not because it's terrible. It is terrible. It's because to me, I heard that Shut Up and Dance song. I'm like, does it even count as a band? This is just nothing. Does that make yeah, sense? I mean, you're right, but it's then it nothing. also became one of the biggest songs of like this year. Is there like a formula that we'd need to figure out to like write one song? I think song? I know it, but yes. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't even want no, Let's just move no, on. No, go ahead. What? I don't even know. <laughs> I, 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 I want to know what you were going to say. Talk about dancing. Mm-hmm. Put some electronic drums in over some real drums. Find a cute guy and make lyrics as pointless as possible. You think we could find a cute guy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and make lyrics that are like that are so weird that they don't even really make sense like his metaphors. Like mm-hmm. I saw you across the room, cherry jeans on or something where like Yeah, we not just even got, a real like, thing. like examine like nickelback lyrics and then <laughs> that disco song. Yeah. What was it? Something something cherry Yeah roller coaster. Coca Cola roller coaster, uh Coca Cola roller coaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just oh we got no, this is what we gotta do toaster. Is just, Till it pops up, is that what you're gonna say? No. You said fuck you like a toaster. Yeah, and I just picked never mind. <laughs> Go ahead. Um no, I was gonna say you just gotta listen to, like as much Maroon Five and Train as you can. Pick out what dumb fucking lyrics they use all the time and just write a song like that. I mean, look, this is the thing, is like there's it's fine to have integrity, but it's also <laughs> fun to have millions of dollars. <laughs> like agreed. I feel like <laughs> totally agreed. I just some of those bands, there's a lot of bands that are huge. I don't think I have much substance there where I'm like, okay, I get it. Then some bands like Train, you're just like, can you believe that band got that big? And still are. And they're huge. And then like, there's other bands, like, I'm not into Dave Matthews, but I get it. It doesn't surprise me. Like, the way they build up their band and the following, like, I get it. Oh, yeah. It's not for me. No. Train, I'm just like, really? It's like, this band. Well, you don't think Soul <laughs> Sister's a good song? It's about how he wants to fuck a black girl. 
Is that what it's about? Yeah, it's literally what it's about. It's kind of weird, but that title is like borderline racist, I feel like. No, I mean, the song's borderline racist right. like the entire time. It's no accidentally racist with LL Cool J. Oh, and uh, what's his name? Oh, <laughs> I forget. Brad Paisley. What was that song like? Come on, brother. <laughs> that yeah. was so bad. Yeah. Um, but Train is like, no, I like Meet Virginia. Daddy wrestled alligators. Yeah. Mama, Mama worked, worked on carburetors. Meet Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next. Go. Next. Uh, Connor wrote in and said, I think it shows how messed up the scene is that Ryan gets got more shit for making uh, uh, that joke about Tiger's jaw slash kissing people than people who have actually done the same shit he made a joke about. It's crazy. But on a lighter note, when will we be able to hear new music from Ryan? LGFG. Here's the thing about that. Here's the thing about that. Justin and I have a band called Per Chance to Dream. Mm-hmm. We're recording, <laughs> recording <No. laughs> later on today. All I'm gonna say about that, because we've talked about it to death, is I don't even want to. I don't want to get into let's it. It's just not even address that. I like part Tiger's of it. Jaw. We agree music. with what you're saying. The joke had nothing to do with Tiger's Jaw. I like their music. I respect that band. It is crazy. We live in a crazy time on our scene right now. I said something dumb, but I like Tiger's Jaw. They have good records. Yeah, they do. I like Tiger's Jaw. He didn't answer his question. And um, <laughs> I actually will be unveiling finally. Um, Next week, I have five months sober, and I've been working like crazy, like harder than I ever have, honestly. And I'm really, really happy and proud. Um, I have a new band. It's going to be a full-time. I'm going to be in one band for once. I'm not doing a bunch of shit. And it's going to be full-time. And we have a name. We have songs. And Thursday, in three days, we finish recording our first EP. And then we're going to announce a full length and um, a lot more and who's in the band. So I'm actually really excited. I can't wait to tell people more. And this week... You'll hear more. So it'll be my first follow-up to mixtapes, and it's going to be full-time band. I'm going to get back on tour and making records. And uh, I have rough mixes of everything, and no one really knows about it yet. But I'm more so not like I'm trying to be like, oh, the super secret. It's more I just wanted to make sure everything was where I wanted it to be, make sure I was happy with where I was, and I wanted to get completely good with, like, sobriety and, like, back in my friendships and band. And mm. just make sure everything was where I wanted it to be, and yeah. it is, and I'm really happy, so... Everyone's heard it thinks it's the best stuff, if not up there with the best stuff I've written. So thank you for asking. And this week, I will have my serious full-time band announced. So does that answer you? Yeah, it should, right? <laughs> the band is called Friend Prices. So there. That's the first time anyone's heard that. It's called a what? Friend Prices. Oh, yeah, that's right. Friend Prices is my new band. I knew that already. Yes, you did. And uh, we have an EP almost done. We finished up some vocals in... Little Bells and Whistles Thursday, and then it'll be out shortly after for free. And then in the fall, we're making a full-length record in Florida. I'll announce more this week, and I'm honestly insanely excited, so thanks. Um, have you have you seen Deuce Bigelow, European <laughs> Gigolo? It's funny when he farted. <laughs> I love that. I love this person. Uh, Justin and I and our friend Nathan saw the first one in the theater. Yeah. Because our friend Jesse... He used to manage the movie theater around here, so we got free movies. Mm-hmm. Literally pretty much whatever we wanted, right? So we would just go see anything, because we didn't care. That we've talked about on here before. Yeah. And uh, so if there was some shitty comedy or horror movie out, we'd just go see it like on a Friday because we were bored. Yeah. And we saw Deuce Bigelow 1 in the theater. Did we see 2? We might have. Uh, I think we might have. Maybe. I can't Which remember. Which one is a Hi, I'm Deuce Biggest woman I've, I've ever seen? seen. Uh, <laughs> I think that's the second one. We saw that in the theater then. 
It might be the. Fr- I mean, who cares? Uh, They're both the same damn movie. It's great. the same jokes. Really funny. I, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. <laughs> Has Rob? Man, Rob Schneider's a sad story, man. Not really. I just mean, has he made a good movie? Um, Truthfully, look. Was him there up. one? Look up Rob Schneider with Richard in it. Was he making copies? What? Was he making copies? Was there Stop. a movie where he's making copies? <laughs> I'm sure he's had to have been in at least one. I don't know if he has. You should look him up. The hot chick, don't you think? Uh, the animal. Was he in Corky Romano? Was that him? No, that was uh, Chris Kattan. Um, whatever happened to Chris Kattan? I don't know, but I wish he was still around. <laughs> I mean, I guess he's still around. I just, Justin, you want some Girl Scout cookies? I don't care. I thought that movie was hilarious. Was that the one where like the mob was involved? His, was his yeah. family? It was not as bad as you would think, I guess. I don't want to say it was good. Well, it was good. Sorry, Lauren needs your address. Can you? I guess we'll cut this out real quick. Can you just tell me because I don't remember it? I'll just text it to you real fast. Do that so real quick, can... and then we'll cut this. <laughs> um, let's see. What? What are you doing? Text him back. Oh. <laughs> we'll cut this do you out want me to just text it to her? Yes, do that actually. Okay. Well, you got to keep talking so we don't have like dead air. Or you can just. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> My mom texted me. I'm just doing so I can put it back away. This. <clears throat> Fuck the state, man. My fucking driver's license. What? Um. They. I have a letter that says July 28th, Brian Rockwell, status, paid off driver's license valid from the BMV in Ohio. Mm-hmm. And then I have a letter from July 29th, the day after, says, KPS on this case, driver's license invalid, blah, blah. And then I called. It's like, hey, I went to court twice. Um, I went to the sheriff's office. I went to the BMV. I paid everything I needed to do. And I got a letter mm. and everything saying my license is valid. And then they're basically like, well, someone made a mistake. I'm not kidding. <laughs> well, like, this is like, what they told me. And I was like, then okay. Then you did. Like, you. And, well, yeah, I got pulled over. And I told the cop. I was like, man, I've been. I'm sure whatever you see obviously is what you see. But I was like, I went to two different courts, Hamilton County and Harrison. I went to the B&B in Harrison by my house. I went to the one in Seven Hills, which is the main one in Cincinnati. Yeah. Then I went back to Harrison. Then to the sheriff's office in Harrison. And then I got a letter, and I paid off everything. I said, I don't understand. And he goes, well, someone must have messed up. It's like, but why am I getting blamed for this? Yeah, I mean. I don't know what I should be doing. Someone different. else made a mistake. I was at your yeah, fault. So like, He was cool about it, honestly, to be fair. He was just like, you should get taken care of. I was like, I don't know what to get taken care of. So I went to the BMV that day. was there for four and a half hours. Mm. Yeah, that's paid right. Paid another fine. Not even sure what it was at that point. It was like 20-something bucks. Got a new ID and everything, driver's license, new picture taken. And then still, the Hamilton County Court thing, so there's a KPS, and I still don't have my license. It's insane. I don't know what's going on. It's driving me bonkers. Yeah. I, I don't know why I just said bonkers. I don't know why you said really that. Really crazy afterwards. Um, uh, Ma- Mackle Please No More said, 
what do you guys record Sunday? You always talk about like, oh, we'll address that on Sunday, but you always put out big snackers on like Tuesday or Wednesday. <laughs> well, as you may have noticed from the beginning of the show, we have every intention of recording on Sunday. The plan is to record every Sunday. And then never. And we just barely ever get it to happen. Life seems to happen. and It just never works out that yeah. way. Like such as we said earlier in this episode, we were supposed to record Friday and Sunday. Yeah. We love doing this. We would like to do it four days a week. Yeah. Like we're actually trying to expand now and get sponsors and start trying to make some money so we can do it more than once a week. But our lives have been such a shit show recently. Right. That. Yeah. This year has been a real. We're not being like fuck. lazy. We love doing this. Yeah. It's just. Stuff comes up that's not like, oh, I guess we'll just do it a different day. We don't feel like it. It's, oh, oh this truck yeah. flipped over in front of in me. In front of me, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> uncle's in the hospital. Like, we just keep right. getting crazy stuff. We're trying. I love, this is one of my favorite parts of the week. Yeah, mine too. I love it. So, <clears throat> we would love to do it full time. And there's a lot of people out there making a living off podcasts. Justin and I aren't the best, but we're not the worst. I feel like it's possible. No, I mean, I'm sure there's other people who are way worse. I've listened to a few podcasts I downloaded. It's supposed to be some of the best, and they're pretty bad. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant as far as, like, delivering an episode in a timely manner. Oh, no, I just meant, like... In general. There's people that make a living off yeah. podcasts. I listen to it, and I'm just like, this is not funny. Yeah. So, <laughs> sorry we are confusing with that sometimes. We're trying to get back on a schedule, and maybe we will, but if not, we kind of apologize. Also, if there's a thing that you are wondering, like if you were looking forward to us like talking about, just write in and remind right into us. You. I was going to say, because I'll admit, we definitely probably skip things and say we'll talk about that next week and then forget uh, about we, it. You we absolutely yeah, do We that. always do it. So if it's something you're actually curious about, remind us, because we probably would like to talk about it. Yeah, I would love to. We just to. forget about it. <laughs> um... Flipping through the channels, I saw Ridiculousness, my least favorite show, and almost passed by until I saw their guest was, you guessed it, Guy fucking Fietti. <laughs> he was on Ridiculousness. <laughs> I would wor- watch that. It's worth a watch. Well, thank you. I need to see that Yeah, episode. I, I kind of need to see Rob Deerdick and Guy Fietti having a conversation makes me want to kill myself, and also makes me want to watch it really bad. Yeah, I just... Did you see the thing? Is that where you got it from? Or did the universe want me to just explode? Because somebody tweeted at you and I the other day. A picture of Guy Fieri with Steve from Smash Mouth on his show, saying this is my brother from another mother. Yeah. Is that why you said that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were just being goofy. Oh, no, you don't understand. Happened. Like, I've seen every episode of Diners, Drives, and Dives. Like, I do like the show. And honestly, like, like, no, I mean, like, I've literally seen every episode. Of <laughs> I have it. not, and I love that show. I wish it was anyone besides him. I love that show because the places all look amazing. Yeah. If you took him out of the equation, I'm in fully. I feel like him being there makes it better. It somehow. might in a weird way because honestly, now that I say that, if you put someone in I liked more, I might not like it as much. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't think I would like it unless you put in like. Yeah, I don't. I guess <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried, <laughs> <laughs> the guy that did Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous. Oh, Robin Leach. Robin Leach. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm gonna eat this hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> Now that I say that, actually, yeah, you couldn't really get someone to host Diner's Drive no, without Guy Fieri. No. It's got to be him. Unless you got Jimmy Buffett, Guy Fieri, and Steve from Smash Mouth together. Yeah. Triple tag team in it. Yeah. You, I mean, that's the only way. Who else could you? Yeah, that's it. Who else would even be a good host of Diner's Drive-Ins? I don't really think. I mean, I, because it's been around for so long, I just feel like nobody. You can't picture it. It's like, because it'd be like, man, is Nampers Food still a thing? Yeah. Uh, no. Uh-uh. That guy so. quit. He had to, or did he almost die? I don't know. He's a fucking idiot. But man, he can eat like a big ice cream. 
Yeah, but he also said all this like weird sexist rapey mm. shit, and I don't like him anymore. He did, didn't he? He yeah. said some real fucked up stuff, didn't yeah. he? What did he say? I can't remember. I don't even. Care I remember reading. About him. I was just kind of like actually taken back. Yeah, Adam like, Richman. Not that I know him personally. No, just but seeing the show, I saw. Yeah. Him, I was like, really? I know. You would think he'd be like, like a nicer dude, but he's yeah. not. He's a fucking shitty dude. Well, Guy Fieri. I mean, well, we've got to know him well on the show, but yeah. obviously he was kind of a pervert. We didn't realize the extent. No. And then he's a murderer. But I mean, he kind of like goes well, allegedly. But like, sure, sure. I mean, Steve wanted to make sure everybody knew that. Um, that is true. Nugs and Jugs wrote in to tell us his top albums of 2015. And no, that didn't come out in 2015. Uh, <laughs> not, that- not. This is my favorite part. He says not in any particular order, and then numbers them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number one, Relationship of Command by At the Drive-In. I mean, if you like it, you like it. Two, Crystal Castles, Crystal Castles. Could have just said self-titled. <laughs> uh, I guess all the albums by me first in the Gimme Gimmies. Yeah, I mean, they're always good. Rock and Roll Part 3 by Ozma. Great record. Paper House by Paper House. That's that band he tried to get us to listen to a couple I weeks ago, it. and it's all right. Alone slash Alone 2 by Rivers Cuomo. Uh, I like those records. Stay What You Are and Self-Titled and In Reverie by Saves the Day. I love Self-Titled. I like all of everything. Um, yes. Siamese Dream by Smashing Pumpkins. Great yes. record. Violent Films, self-titled. Great yes. record. Maybe I'll Catch Fire, Alkaline Trio. Very good. I mean, it's before they started turning into Not the my worst. <laughs> um, just so you know, you missed a vital aspect of my blog when you checked out the preview. A vital aspect. Well, you know what? You should have told us what it was because I'm not going to check it out. <laughs> I was going to say, um, Rock and Roll Part 3 by Ozma, I feel like it's very overlooked. I still say that's the third best Weezer record. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree with that. It's the, it's the third best Weezer record. Ozma. Ozma, it sucks because I think they're underrated because they sounded so much like Weezer. They just, you can't escape it because it sounded too much like it. Yeah. No, I, I, mean, thing, I, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the, I, you know, I never really understood why there weren't more Weezer bands. I think agreed but i think it's because i think there are lots of them in theory but it's such a hard sound to pull off uniquely yeah that's true you either end up i've written i've literally sat down with a lot of songs been like i'm gonna try to rip off weezer it always ends up sounding different because it's such a distinct sound so i think you either get the bands that do try to rip off weezer but don't sound like it or ozma who sounds exactly like weezer yeah because such a distinct rivers has such a style that's true of his own yeah i think i don't know but um, this person wrote in and said, My album's of the year so far. Number one, Father John Misty, I Love You, Honey Bear. If that's your number one album. I've never heard him. Number two, Kendrick. And then he called us pussies. Or she called <laughs> us pussies, whoever it is. Uh, three, Vince Staples, Summertime 06. Great record. Uh, that's fine. Um, Earl Sweatshirt. Okay. I like that record. I like it too. And then five is either ASAP Rocky or Tetsuo and Youth, uh, Loopy Fiasco. Here's the thing. Uh, you wrote in to call us pussies and then didn't even bother to sign your thing and wrote in anonymously, so that's <laughs> strange. Uh, secondly, I guess if you like sweaty, kind of molesty guys, um, Father John Misty's fine. I've never um, heard him. What is it? I know it's huge right now. It's just garagey rock type stuff. Okay, it's I, not anything special. I mean... I don't know anything about it. I he used to be it. in the Fleet Foxes. Have you ever heard them? Yeah. Yeah, that's the uh, same thing. Um, it's like soulful garage rock type Yeah, sort of. Yeah, okay. it's fine. It's whatever. That I mean, Kendrick thing, He's man. kind of a creepy dude. 
Um, the Kendrick thing, you and I are minority. I was online and there's like a defend pop punk board on Facebook, like a, oh, a group. Good. It's full of like people talking about the neck deep album and stuff, and everyone was pretty much like neck deep is gonna be number two album of the year. One of yours might be other than that. Kendrick, if you don't think Dependent Butterfly is the best song of the year, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Here's the reason why is because anybody who really likes hip hop doesn't believe that. Anybody no. who passively likes it thinks it's the greatest album exactly. ever. This is what it is, is that people think that there's some like major artistic uh, integrity to it. Yeah. And fine, maybe there is, but uh, <laughs> but it's not but good. This <laughs> is this actually somebody that I know uh put it pretty good recently is that um Hip hop's become like accepted as like an art form or whatever. Yeah. And anything that becomes accepted as an art form eventually has like the um sophomore year as a person who's a liberal arts major. Like, you know, like yeah, like no, it's like right. a person who thinks like they're gonna be an art major or a drama right. major or something like that. Right. That's what this is, is like it's the experimental phase of like like, oh well now we can do whatever we want to and it's like, well you should probably do what, what you do best and not <laughs> not that. Like, I agree that, like, there's a lot of good instrumentation to it and blah, blah, blah. But this is a problem. And and let me say this. This is a problem. Is that I don't... That album is is whatever it is. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, which I don't, then I don't have to. Uh, And I'm not a pussy because of it, if you want (laughs) to call me one. I think you are. Um, Here's what the problem with it is. Is that he's negatively affecting hip-hop in a way that I didn't foresee. Because I was really looking forward to that Vince Staples album. Like, really looking forward to it. Yeah. And then I listened to it, and I was like, oh, he listened to Kendrick Lamar too much, and now he wants to be him. I because see that Vince Staples I like the record. on Hell Can Wait used to have, like, he had his own particular voice and his own particular style. Sure. Then you listen to Summertime 06, and it just sounds like a continuation of Good Kid, Mad City in, like, a, the worst way. Like, I just don't, I mean, I like, I was looking that, forward but... to it so much, and then I was so fucking disappointed. And I wasn't looking forward to the Kendrick album, and I was so fucking disappointed. So, you know. I was going to say, I put it like this. I I never thought about that with the Vince album. That's probably going to bum me out a little bit. But I like the Vince album a lot. But I like the Earl Sweatshirt album a lot. Me too. More than I thought I would. I like it too. Um, And obviously, I assume that Pussy Sing was a joke, because everyone seems to like that Kendrick album, and that's totally fine. I just, I think the problems are, A, so many people, for some reason, with Kendrick, and like I said, I think there's a lot of, like you said, there's a lot of talent and stuff on that record. Mm-hmm. Kendrick obviously can rap his ass off, and yeah. I like a lot of Kendrick songs. I just don't think that's a good album. I just don't get into it. Yeah, the I two love or three Ken- verses he has on Compton are better than anything on that entire. I completely agree, and I think the production A is like that freeform jazzy kind of butterfly thing. I get that appeal. I don't like it, and for some reason, people ask like, I don't understand it. I. I very much do understand it. Yeah, I get know it. how to play music. Yeah. I, I don't like it. I liked Good Kid, Mad City. That was my favorite album of that year, I think, on this podcast. Yeah. Maybe number two, at least. Um, yeah. And I think Kendrick can wrap his ass off. And I'm still excited to see what he does next. But that record, my problem, like I said, A, is people have this weird idea now that Kendrick's so good because rap has nothing to say and he's in the mainstream saying something. But... but Yes, except no, because, okay, J. Cole is way better, in my opinion, and has a lot to say, mm-hmm. and is lyrically crazy, just as talented, in my opinion. You don't have to agree. No. But I think J. Cole has a lot of serious stuff to say, makes really good points, and still makes catchy songs. Yeah. Like his albums, the new J. Cole album, Man Born Center, still have hooks galore and great lyrics. He wraps his ass off. Yeah. There's a lot of people like that. I, no, I think the ASAP Rocky album's better. ASAP Rocky album is. 
I think it has a lot to say. Far superior to me. And he has a lot to say, too. It might not be the same things as Kendrick. No. Where he gets so in-depth into this culture. And I get that's why people like Kendrick. But ASAP, I mean, makes a lot of good points. It's not just drug rap. Right. And if you look at stuff even like OG Mako, like, outside. I mean, he's, I think, a dummy in a lot of ways. But in a lot of ways, I think... Outside of like his goofy songs that he even said are jokes, basically. Yeah. He has a lot to say, too. There's a lot of rappers out there with stuff to say. And I think a lot of people are becoming a lot more focused on like the serious issues. There's a lot of shit going on. So when I feel like Kendrick is this messiah of positive messages, I mean, it's just crazy to me. Yeah, and it's not even that he's a messiah of positive messages. It's like they're acting like no one ever said any of this stuff before. Right. <laughs> and it's like, so like... You know, um, speaking about like black issues and stuff, that didn't happen in Public Enemy twenty years ago. No, never. Like uh, speaking about straight the straight out of Compton, yeah, just didn't, come out didn't exist. <laughs> like, like don't don't get on your fucking high horse because you heard a hip hop album two minutes ago and now it's the greatest thing ever. Because it's not. Because there's uh, there's five million other ones. Stop with all the rap genius fucking dissecting the album and yes. all these things. We get it. The last song's about him talking to Tupac, but Tupac's not there because he's dead. Right. Like, and it was at all worth it, blah, blah, blah. Who gives a shit? Like, if you want, okay, and then if you want to talk about the production, fine. It's great production. But it is. did you listen to Compton? Because that production is fucking shredding Compton everything slants. I've ever heard. Like, uh, it's just, like, it's it's great. Like, it's great that he's around, and it's great you can have these con- discussions because 10 years ago you wouldn't have talked about an, like, an I album like this. But don't get so fucking wrapped up in this bullshit that you think that it's super important. Because right. may I remind you that Kanye West made Yeezus, and everybody acted like it was the greatest, most important thing do. ever. And he said just recently, and I know I brought it up before, that he that wasn't what he wanted to make. Right. Well, then what the fuck were you doing? Like, why were you on national television wearing, like, rags and shit, acting like you were making a big statement? Dude, I, Quit. You and I have talked about this is, on here before. This is what I mean is, like, you, like, you, these, like, holding these guys up as, like, these great fucking, like you said, like, messianic figures or whatever is useless because they're not. No. They're just dudes. They're and, good rappers. Yeah, they're good rappers, and that's <laughs> it. They're They're just like any other artist, like... You know what I mean? But you can't just sit there and act like this is the be-all, end-all because it, they're not the only part of the conversation. Yeah, I pretty much agree. Like, yeah. to me, it's almost like Kendrick Lamar is like, we hold him up to this crazy thing, and he's like the rap version of, like, Ladderman or something, where it's like a band that I think is pretty good, has some cool stuff to say, and I agree with a lot of their messages. But there's just a Then everyone acts like they're band. the greatest thing of all time and like uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like like their lives would were never the same once they heard Ladderman and then it's like well wasn't Iron Sheik technically a better band? I mean if we're gonna yes. get into it. Agreed. Like and, and that's opinion obviously. No, but it my is, point yeah. being I like Ladderman. I like Iron Sheik. I like Kendrick. I just don't like this album. It didn't and that's just it. He's not making music for me, and I don't want him to, and that's fine. But But here but but newsflash everyone. He's not making music for you fucking no. pop punk kids either. No, he's not. Like, yeah, you know no. what I mean? Like, so don't, don't, you uh, don't relate to it any more than I do. No. And on top of that, he just didn't go where I wanted him to go after Good Kid Man City. And that's okay. I don't expect him to. No. I'm just, I, I'm good with but it. I don't need it. it. This is, but this is what happens is the danger that, that you fall into with that, especially everybody saying that this is the greatest album and it's genius and blah, 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 <laughs> is what you're going to get is that the same thing. And the reason I got this point in this album is because he bought into it himself. 
He did. The last thing you want an artist to do is buy into people telling them how great they are. I agree. Because the moment they do... Kanye did it. Yeah. The moment they do... like, And I'm not saying that like, he's without merit. I'm not saying like he doesn't have good songs on the album. I'm not saying that it isn't a good album. I'm right. saying that like you can also listen to the album and point out things where it's like, this is kind of weak. That verse is sort of like whatever... You know what I mean? Like yeah. he doesn't have the same hunger and drive that he used to, I agree. and that's what you're going to run into. And guarantee whatever he follows this up with is going to be like some weird song with John Legend or something. You know, he's really <laughs> he's really looking he's really looking to walk down that common path. I feel I like see that. You and know, that bums me out. But I was going to he's going to be on an old Navy commercial, <laughs> fucking shilling scarves, and I just think <laughs> I just that's what I mean. Is music's all opinion. We're all full of shit, but. Yeah. To me, like, it's just crazy to me that people would think Pimpa Butterfly is better than Good Kid, Mad City. That's totally a valid opinion. It just blows my mind. Yeah. I just because don't I mean, I disagree. <laughs> the only reason I disagree is because, and is is because like I felt like Good Good Kid, Mad City was telling more of a story. It was. It was awesome. To Pimpa Butterfly is interesting, in and of itself, fine, great, but I feel like Good Kid, Mad City was a more cohesive. Well, I even, like, I love Good Kid, Mad City. I saw the cover art to Pimple Butterfly, and I was like, oh, he's going to come out pissed off. I'm curious what he has to say. Then I listened to the album, and I was just kind of, like, so underwhelmed. Yeah, I was so the same way. Yeah, I, I mean, like, it's just, just how it is. I literally, I think I was in track six or seven of the record, and I just kind of realized, I was like, I've just been sitting here kind of nodding off Yeah, I'm, record, just, I'm kind of bored yeah. by the whole so, proceeding. Uh, enough about Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could talk about Compton if you want. Since we didn't get to talk about it yet, we talked about it, didn't we? I don't think we've had an album or an episode since it came out. You guys talked about it on the phone. Yeah, we talked about it on the phone. Yeah, we did. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I, I like Compton. Yeah, I, I think mean, it's I think it's incredible. I mean, it's not a Dr. Dre album other than the production. No, because he only has like two verses on it. He's, yeah, he's got a couple, but. Uh, the only things I've heard that are weird to me, complaints, I've seen a lot of people say it's too drum-heavy. It's Dr. Dre album. Yeah, uh, I don't know where people got that. And here's the thing, that. I do get that. When you listen to it, it is very, especially because we are talking about neck deep and, like, the way it's produced, and it is very in-your-face, drums everywhere to the point where there's drums upon drums upon drums. Yeah. But And, and this is all personal opinion again, <clears> but for me, in a Dr. Dre, you know, West Coast rap album, that... Is what I want to hear. Yeah, I that want the slams. drums. I want those. And like, much like I said, if a pop punk hater's neck deep, that may be what they want. That's me with Compton. Yeah. I want that crazy, over the top, shiny, loud boom bat production. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah, I want like the crispy ass snares all over yes. the place because that's like what <laughs> and he I does. I want one on my right headphone, one on my left headphone, one yeah. in the middle, right. and one that's turned down behind me. Yeah. For Dr. Dre, I love that, and he just kind of proved like Dr. Dre doesn't give a shit about me. Are you or anybody else? No. He does things on his own time, and when he's ready to bring something out, it'll be good. Yeah. His track record's flawless. He has three records now, if you even count Compton. Yeah. And, I mean, what's what? The Chronic One, classic, 2001. Still one of the best albums of all time. Yeah, I agree. No one disagrees for the yeah. most part, because that album still sounds pretty, like, insane production-wise. Yeah, it still sounds as later. good as anything that comes out it now. It really does. And Compton is so far ahead, I feel like. And this isn't me just, like, jumping on this album's dick like some people. Like, I have no reason to. Like, I went into it open-minded. Well, this is my thing about it is, like, when, like, for a couple a couple years now, you know, like, aside from, like, your, like, Kendrick or, 
ASAP Rocky or like, you know, other people like for the most part, all you've heard in production is like DJ Mustard or London on the track or yeah. like Mike Will made it or whatever, you know, like yeah, that kind of stuff. That's what's big. Man. Then that you trap. But then like and you're like you get kind of used to it and you're like, oh, this is kind of interesting. Like some of it's kind of interesting, yeah. whatever. And then when a dude who knows what he's doing comes around and I mean, does really, it, you're yeah. like, holy shit. Never it, mind. You guys are fucking jokes. Like true. all of you are jokes. Because now and you don't have to like one more or the other. I just mean if you're really into like beats and production and music stuff. Listen to, like, a Young Thug beat off, like, Barter 6. Then go listen to Compton, and you're just like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just ridiculous. Like, what a dude who's, might, like... You might prefer the trap sound, so maybe to you that doesn't matter. But yeah. to me, like, Compton, I had no preconceived notions. I was just excited. Yeah, I was just excited, too. Do like, I like it as much as 2001? Probably not. When all things no. are said or done? No. I don't need to, though. No, because it's... it's a, but a it's a solid, different thing altogether. It, it is. And it's a solid, good record. There's some weak verses. There's some songs where the production is weird to me where I... I think it could have been catchier but overall like by track five i was driving home and i was in yeah oh like, yeah this is good yeah like, there's no doubt like, well i mean and also it's like and that means he's a he's a person who like brings out of people who haven't done things in a long time something that they are lacking you know what i mean like, i agree like when's the last time you heard snoop dogg actually spit a verse as That's good exactly as the ones he say. does on this album and it just goes to show with the right thing like we are sitting here talking about Kendrick. That was the Pimp a Butterfly. Like I said, I like Kendrick. And on this album, Eminem's verse is killer. Yeah. Snoop Dogg's. Uh, Exhibit sounds hungry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exhibit came out, and Kendrick's three verses are mind-blowing. Yeah. One of them, I don't know which one it is. I think it's his first one. Like, that's when I realized I was really liking the, one where the record. He says, like, fuck your mom, fuck your kids, fuck your dead yes. homie and all that. I yeah. was, like, listening to the album, and I got to track four or five, and I was really liking it. Yeah. Then I got to that first song with Kendrick. And that other guy is awesome. I don't know who he is. What? Uh, Genocide is what it's called. Uh, yeah, yeah, that track. And when it got to that through Kendrick part, I was like, King Mez is on that too. On that track too, I think. Maybe. Some guy's name. It's like a guy. Is it Anderson Pock? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That guy rules. I didn't know anything about him. Yeah, I mean either. until this record. Yeah. And like, but uh, that whole song is ridiculous. Oh, it's so good. And from Anderson's parts to the production by Dre and Kendrick's verse, I was just like, this is like a summer huge rap album. Yeah, it's yeah. not ignorant. No, it's not stupid. Because the thing, trap music. the thing is, is like it, the reason why it's so much different is because like when you look at uh, the Chronic and then Chronic two thousand one, is that like they were about like rap stuff. They were like gangster were. rap albums where they were like excess and fucking bitches and blah blah blah. Yeah, this is this album's about like being in a desperate situation, and not it getting it's, out. It's like, a little more hungry, and I yeah. think that's just it. Is with Dre's beats, he sent him you know to whoever Snoop Exhibit. Kendrick and I think you just hear those beats and know it's Dr. Dre. This is his first. And you're like album I have to do in something. Fifteen years, yeah. you're not going to come with something weak. No. And he really does get everyone around him, and that's why it's a Dr. Dre album. I've seen a lot of people say he barely raps on it, but you can. It's through and through a Dr. Dre album. Yeah, I mean, no, no doubt about There's it. There's no question. There's about no. It. That is his album. Yeah. He owns that album, and his verses on it make me wish he did more because his verses oh, God, are great. I know. I know. And he can. He's could always rap his ass off, and it's funny. He never really does. Like no. Well, I mean, he doesn't rap either. I mean, he raps, but everybody writes stuff for him. He never right, has written true. anything. You that's know? true, too. But, man, like, that is a Dr. Dre album. It's not a standard one. No, but, but it is him. But his production the way he got people to step up, Yeah, I think it's a great record. I mean, time will tell if we listen to it in a year or two from now. We'll see. But right now? I think so. I don't listen to I it I think I will, because I think that that one, the one song, 
with Exhibit that is like the one of the most interesting things I've ever heard. Is this the one where the beat just switches? Yeah. Like crazy? From like a weird whatever he's doing to like a straight up West Coast Dr. Yeah. Dre beat. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, what is going the production on? production is just zany, man. I don't know. That's such a dumb word, but I don't know what else to call it. Like, it is. Some of the tracks are just so crazy and all over the place. It just made me excited. Yeah. Like, I was like, this is really awesome. Like, this is what I want. Yeah. I. There's things, obviously, if it was catered to me, I'd like some more Dre verses. Yeah. I would like some more uh, exhibit, honestly. Yeah, me too. I would love <laughs> some more exhibit. And Eminem's verse is insane. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> so, but I, I want to see the movie really bad. Yeah, I still haven't I, I seen it. I want to see either. it tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know. We should go see it this week. I would like to see it for sure. You won't try I've it? heard it's good. You won't take me? No, I don't. I got an idea. I'll take you to the movie. I'll pay. And then on the way home. We'll go to a bathroom at the park. <laughs> Why? And all we have to do is go into the bathroom, the lights out, and you just have to do whatever I say for seven minutes. No. It's called Seven Minutes in Heaven. I'm not doing that. Why? First of all, doesn't Seven Minutes in Heaven traditionally take place in a closet? Yes. Yeah, well, why do you want a park bathroom? I'm a voyeur. You're a voyeur? Yeah. But you're not watching anything happen. It's pitch black. And also, you're asking people to do stuff to you. Fine, let's go in a closet then after the movie. I don't want to. You're being an asshole again. No, I'm not. I thought you respected me. Okay, that's fine. I do respect your decision. That's cool. No, oh, but except I was an asshole a second ago. No, I, I take that back. I apologize. I respect your decision to not want to go in a closet with me for seven minutes. Yeah, I don't want to. That's totally fine. I'm not. Mad I know about it. it's fine. I'm well aware. Why is it bullshit? It's not. You just said it was. I'm trying here. <laughs> but, uh, no, Compton, man. I love it. I'm excited. Me too. Where are we at now? No, oh, I don't know. We're, just all, we're all over the place We didn't today. have any, uh, I mean, we're out of questions for the time being. Oh, no. But if we're recording tomorrow, we can just... You know. That's true. We can't wrap up and start video games tomorrow. Well, plus, I'm like really hungry. I'm starving. Justin and I are about to go to Worst Bar, which is a great restaurant it in is. Hyde Park. It is. If you guys, so, uh, if you're listening over to this, in meet Cincinnati. us there. Yeah. Even though this won't be out until later tonight, and we'll already be done eating. So, um, well, yeah, we'll wrap up. We'll do more tomorrow. What's we'll, go, we'll have more time tomorrow. We'll be less hungry. Yeah. What's the song? The song is by Junior Battles. It's oh yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say because this band. If you like this song, please get on Spotify or Paper and Plastic, whatever, to get this band's records. They have two, and they're really good. I promise you. Um, the song, why well, can't I remember the name of the song now? I don't know. <sighs> Hold on. I can get it. Just take me a second. It always does. <laughs> I'm a quickie with a decay. All right. Three whole years. All right. This is off their new album, Rally. And they also have an album called Idol Ages. And if you like poppy punk of any sort, honestly, new new or old school, it's a great record. Both of them are. So this is Junior Battles. I think we're going to have on the podcast soon. Tomorrow we have a cool guest. I'll announce it on Twitter tonight. And uh, thank you very much for listening. Um, write in questions. And tomorrow we'll be back. And we're going to eat some food, so we'll talk about it tomorrow. Follow us on Twitter. Please rate us. 
and tell all your friends, just like Taking Back Sunday. Uh huh. Now I'm gonna go watch Justin eat. Uh, I don't. Bye. Bye. <laughs>